Happy New Year for everyone back for another episode of Coffee and Conjurings. I want to start by saying that there are a lot of people who are talking about manifesting. And with the new year, you get a lot of people talking about um, different advertisements for creating the life of your dreams and selling a manifestation course and um, P.S. plugging my own manifestation workshop at the end of the month here. However, what a lot of people don't realize, a lot of people who buy these packages, a lot of people who buy into this idea of manifesting, they don't realize that there's still inspired action behind it. And not only that, but there are a couple of things that are really important that you are doing and also not doing while you are trying to manifest something. And that's what we're going to briefly go over here. So if you've had your eye on a raise or that perfect partner for you or uh, more money coming into your life, that perfect car, Pour yourself a cup of coffee and stick around because that's what we're talking about today. We're going to walk through a little bit of a manifestation exercise, but first let's talk about the number one mistake people typically make when manifesting, and that is your feelings and emotions behind your manifestation. When we focus on something that we really want, we're essentially fixating on not already having that desired outcome. And in doing so, we're saying to the universe over and over and over again, I don't have this. And you're giving off the energy of desperation. And and it's obviously not intentional. And I don't want you to beat yourself up over this because it's not your fault. This is just something you haven't learned yet. So we're going to learn today. A few episodes ago, I talked about implementing a gratitude practice to help shift your energy, but also to train your thoughts to search for what's going right rather than what's going wrong. Now, this alone is huge in manifesting your desires, and I really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. But for now, the practice is a daily one about where you write out three things that you're really proud of yourself for, three things that you're really grateful for, and three things that you desire in your life. Now, those desires don't have to be financial. They can be emotional desires. They can be self-care desires. They can be literally anything from I desire an extra $10,000 to come into my life this month to I desire peace in my heart. Both desires that I've written and both desires that I have manifested into reality. So following those desires that I write out, I fill the rest of the page with affirmations. And when you focus on what it is that you desire to receive, you should be in this place of like a high vibrational joy and pleasure, right? So this is also why we write the affirmations, excuse me, the desires last, right? And I talk about that in the other episode. So again, go back and listen to that. But When you're in this joy or this pleasure, I am talking like the best orgasmic toe-curling orgasm pleasure that you have ever felt and focus on bringing that energy into your body. So for the sake of this episode, let's say you desire to manifest a raise at work. Maybe you're even struggling to make ends meet or you feel that it's, it's not even a matter of desire, it's necessity. You need this money you're already putting a lot of pressure on it. I need it because I don't have it. I need it because I don't have it, right? And if it doesn't work out for you, what are you going to do? So the first thing that you have to do is detach yourself from the how it shows up. 
maybe you feel like you work really hard, you show up, you're one of the few people who does everything without having to be pushed to do it. You're on time, you stay late, you do all of the things and more that are expected of you. So in your mind, the way you're visualizing it, your boss should approach you and you're hell-bent on your boss walking up to you and letting you know how grateful they are for you and for all the work that you have done and saying, you know what, I need you to come in for a meeting later. We're going to talk about that raise. Uh, maybe that's not how it's going to look. And maybe another lesson that you're meant to learn here is standing up for yourself or, or asking for the things that you believe you deserve. Or maybe you're not even really fully convinced that you deserve it yet. A lot of manifestation is believing in our own worth and that we deserve the desires that we have. And that's something we can get into at a later time as well. But rather than focusing on this exact scenario where your boss exits his office and he comes out and he says, you know what, we really got to talk. Let's talk about that raise. Let's set up a meeting. Rather than focusing on that exact scenario playing out, let's focus on how having that raise would make you feel, right? So if you're in the space to do this, awesome. If not, come back later. But I would invite you to close your eyes and think of a moment that brought you great amounts of joy. Really sit in this in this peaceful place if you have it. If you don't, if your kids are running around you and it's loud and it's crazy or you're in the office and people are talking and maybe you could like sit in your peace, but there's no guarantee of like this quiet, come back to this later. Still feel free to try it now. We can always find that meditative place even when there's chaos around us. But I want you to close your eyes and take that pull of the light coming down through your crown and send it down through your feet, anchoring it to the earth's core. Inhale deeply. <sighs> Exhale that energy down into the earth and thank the universe, God, spirit for being present with you in this moment. And now try to think of a time when you felt just the most pure, like I said, orgasmic toe curling joy that you've ever felt. This could come for you as the birth of a child, um, graduating from college, maybe the, like that, that pure bliss of, of a first kiss with someone that's really special or, or the best sex of your life. Um, see if you could see what's on my mind today, huh? And see if you can let that smile slowly spread across your face. Take yourself back to that moment and try to remember what it felt like and let your body get that warmth back in it, okay? And this is exactly where you want to go when you're looking to expand and to manifest. You want to go to this joy, to this experience of being consciously aware of something really wonderful in your life and that will help you to consciously manifest while sitting in that feeling, okay? Um, something to consider that's really important too is that we focus all of our energy on not having that one thing that we don't have, right? That money, that car. The problem with that fixation or or thought focus is that we're essentially manifesting more of not having that thing. And I started to talk about this in the beginning. But when I say, okay, so don't focus on it, well, that seems overly simple, doesn't it? I mean, just don't think about it. It's probably one of the worst things that someone can say to you. I have this mosquito bite. It itches really badly. Well, just don't think about it. That's literally, in my mind at least, that's not how it works. Maybe you have that power. I know my husband does. I find it a little weird. But anyway, you, it's harder to not focus and fixate on what we don't have. It's our human nature to look for the thing that we're 
that we desire to actively go out and seek it. So say you're struggling financially and your focus is constantly on how broke you are and you keep saying, I'm broke, I can't do that. I don't have the money for that. I wish I could, but I can't. When you have that idea of I'm so broke coming up for you, I want you to immediately replace it with a thought of gratitude for something else, okay? So stay with... um. When before we moved into this house, we were uh, at our old house. That only makes sense. And my son had this habit of grabbing on the fridge door and like almost like lifting himself off the ground with it when he would open the door and cringe. I know so many moms are probably saying the same thing like, oh my God, I know my kid does that. It's the worst. You yell at them not to do it like a thousand times. They keep coming back and doing it because they're kids and they need to be told a thousand times, right? So he was hanging on the door the one day and my husband says, Wesley, stop hanging on the door. You're going to break it. He's like, we can't afford to replace that right now. And I stopped what I was doing and I turned around and I said, "Mm, that's not the verbiage we're going to use there. We're going to say, I choose not to use my money on that. My husband's like, we don't have the money for a new fridge right now. I said, okay, but buying the fridge is still a choice. Whether we're financing it or paying cash for it, we are choosing to replace it if it breaks, right? Could you live without one? Yeah. Would it be difficult? Absolutely. So maybe it doesn't feel like a choice, but it is in actuality a choice. So let's rephrase into, I choose not to spend my money on a new fridge right now. So can you please get off of it? We're not going to get into how your kids don't care about how you're choosing to spend your money. That's irrelevant here. The point is that if you're looking at something like Say your car isn't in the best shape. It's an older car and you'd really like a new car. Stop talking about how broken your car is and start focusing on almost imagining you're driving that brand new vehicle and how good it feels to be in that new vehicle and what songs you would play on that brand new radio and that stereo system where the the sound is super crisp and you don't have to like listen to it over the rattling of some piece under your car that you're really hell bent on not knowing what is rattling because God, you just don't have the money to fix it, right? I choose not to. Could you walk somewhere? Probably take a bus, get an Uber, ask someone to give you a ride. All of those are also choices that you actively do not choose. So you are actively not choosing to put more money into that car. You're saying, I choose to save for a new car. And I know that this car is going to last until I'm ready to make that purchase. Okay, you live in the energy of this is an active decision that you're making. I choose to drive that car. So picture yourself in that vehicle. And it's so funny because I, I have to be honest here, sometimes your manifestation isn't meant to happen and and that's okay too. For the longest time, I was trying to manifest a Kia Carnival, which for those of you who don't know what it is, don't go look it up and embarrass me. It's basically a minivan, okay? But I really wanted this car. I was like, this is going to be perfect for us. It's huge. It'll fit my giant children who are only going to get more giant-like. And it's just going to be so wonderful. Well, at the time, we hadn't yet found this house that we moved into, which has a garage that is attached, whereas our old house did not. And I have always said, I am going to pull my car into a garage. It's a big deal thing for me. Most people, maybe you don't care. Um, That was something for me that would feel like the home that I really wanted and desired, okay? So that Kia Carnival, they actually oversold their inventory and I ended up getting my deposit back. And I thought like, Jesus, I just manifested this car for it to be taken away from me. Like, what is going on? I was so upset. Well, I ended up going to buy a Jeep Cherokee instead, the smaller one, not the big giant one. And that vehicle fits in the garage 
that's attached to our house that we have now. The Kia Carnival would not have fit in it, but that would not have actually worked in the bigger picture that I couldn't see yet. So when you feel like something's not working and your manifestation's not coming to you exactly as you desire it to, shift that focus to asking for it. Like, I desire my race to come to me at the perfect for me time. I desire the perfect for us home in the perfect for us neighborhood. Because at the time, I thought that was our old neighborhood and that wasn't working out over and over and over. And now where we've landed, the house checked all of the boxes, the neighborhood checked boxes. I didn't even know that I wanted checked, okay? So it's really important to kind of go with the flow of it as well and know that in the manifestation, you're more focused on the feeling that you want delivered to you than the actual material object or that actual relationship, okay? It's the feeling. So when you're attached to the feeling and not to the item, the item or experience can come to you in a way that's better for you than what you might actually think you need. And that allows you to receive it because you're focused on that feeling. I hope that makes sense. And I hope that it helps you with your manifesting process because it's just, it's really important to remove that idea that when you're manifesting, you just like say it over and over and over again and boom, you have it. It's about the energy that's behind it. It's about the feelings that are behind it. And it's also about the inspired action that you take, which again, we'll get into at a later time. But when you're feeling lost, start small, come back to your gratitudes. I'm grateful for maybe you're not really like great at this yet and you need to start really, really, really small. I'm grateful for coffee. I very often write, I'm grateful for coffee. I'm grateful for my hot cup of coffee in the morning because I don't always get to finish it hot. So when I do, I'm grateful that I got a hot cup of coffee today because that also means I probably had a peaceful morning. I'm grateful for waking up today. It seems like a small thing, but it's so not, right? We have these opportunities to do these things with our lives because we woke up today and not everyone got that chance. So Each moment, I'm grateful for the clothes on my back, for having shoes on my feet, whatever it is, focus on those and then move through to the bigger things. I'm grateful for each and every opportunity that serves my highest good that comes to me. And that will help you to get into the alignment of what you already have. You're saying you are have an abundance of things and that allows you to now show the energy or of like creation to the universe. Now you're opening yourself up to receiving more abundance rather than I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. And you're opening yourself up to receiving more lack. Okay. Um, if you guys have any questions, please go slide into my DMs on Instagram. I would love to answer more questions about this or go right ahead and head on to my website Click the link on there for workshops and click the Magic of Manifesting workshop. It is only $40. If you sign up for it, you do receive the replay, the recording of it to have and keep forever and ever and ever to take notes on to do whatever it is that you please with. If you don't sign up, it will not be available for purchase otherwise. Okay, so get on in there. Grab that manifestation workshop. We are going to get really into how to shift what you're doing in the best way possible to serve each and every one of you at the workshop. Okay. I hope to see all of you there. And in the meantime, I'll see you Monday, or I guess I won't see you, but come back Monday for another episode of Murder and Mediumship. Bye, everybody.